Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And you're here. And it's episode five. Part five. I was thinking, um, because I was making this episode four graphic, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like our episode foursome. Mm. Rarely do we have a foursome on an episode four. So how exciting that we manifested that. Wow. It's like a golden birthday. It is. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yep. It's our golden shower birthday podcast episode. Beautiful. (laughs) Wow. I knew today felt special, but I wasn't sure why. It did. Yeah. It's sort of like people whose golden birthdays, you know, are like 18. It's like, well, 21 is even better, right? It's like getting to celebrate your golden birthday at a good time. Yeah. Yes. Similar to when we read about sex, like episodes one, two, three, four are more likely, you know, but who knows if we ever have like a six tuplet. It could be a six thumb. We don't know that. A six thumb on episode six. My golden birthday was on the third and it was a thrill ride. <laughs> she puked on herself. I know. So don't don't knock it. Oh, yeah. Mine was 22. Yeah. Yours was cool. That's a good one. Fun party. Yeah. It was good. Uh, what's the most number of, of folks we've had in an orgy? Four, right? Three? What was the Christmas episode where Luna fell asleep while everyone was exchanging sexy gifts? I feel like everyone sort of – but they didn't all get it on with each other. Yeah. I don't know orgy rules. <laughs> I was going to say right now. <laughs> Is that an orgy? Does one arm have to be <laughs> – Does everyone have to touch? Is it twister rules? Like one hand has to be touching someone. It's like Caligula. <laughs> I think it's Twister Rules. Yeah, I think we might have had like parallel sex, but I don't know what we've had at the same time. I did just see a TikTok where a guy was talking about his polyamory molecule was the like language that he used because he had a husband, but they also had a boyfriend. That boyfriend had a husband who had a side piece who was dating. Like it was wow. just like- wow. There was like nine of them in this pod, in this molecule. And did one end of the molecule circle back to touch the other end of the molecule? No, it was very complex. It was- It was more like a timeline, not like a time loop. I would say it was like, uh, yeah, sodium trichloride. Oh, okay. Um, in shape. <laughs> yeah. What I did like is that there were four people at one point. So the two that were married, their boyfriends, so that each of them had, there was four, but like those two boyfriends didn't bang. And I thought- just complete it. Come on. <laughs> complete the set. Just you two see if there's any chemistry. Danny, you taking notes? <laughs> yeah. You forgot all of our anniversaries. It's sort of picturing it like a family tree. Yeah. Instead of a family tree, it's a, a polyamory bush. Yeah. It's a bush. Indeed. <laughs> I guess that'd be good for us. Is, well, guys can have bushes too. That's right. That's right. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> Equal bush. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a minor, it's not an announcement, it's a topic I'd like to bring up that actually I did not bring up that our listener, Emily, told me that she's been waiting all season for us to make a Sharon's party come get it joke and come get it is in parentheses. And I was like, what is that from? And she said, Aaron Carter, as in Backstreet Boy, Nick Carter's little brother had a hit song in the year 2000, the year of our Lord 2000 called Aaron's party come get it. But Aaron Carter, Sharon Carter, and Sharon's having a party. 
So huge miss by us. What a miss on our part. But I feel like we need to play the song at the end of the episode or at least read some of the lyrics because... Listeners, (laughs) you play an important role in this podcast. If you don't know it enough, we rely on you for important observations because sometimes we're buried deep in that polyamory bush and we can't see the forest. It's so true. We need you to pull us out. Can't see the forest through the peens. (laughs) The 2000 is squarely in your... Zone of gene of pop culture knowledge, Allie. I can't believe. I mean, I'm surprised we all missed it. Well, you know what? Aaron Carter wasn't our generation. It was Nick Carter was our man back then. I know, but any pop song on in the year 2000, I think we have some responsibility for. You're right. You're right. It hit the radio. It doesn't matter how old he is. I don't. was trying to skirt responsibility, nope. but you are correct. We should have known better. <laughs> Do not. I mean, to not even make the Aaron Carter, even if we didn't know the song, Aaron Carter, Sharon Carter, come on. Danny, can you see this? We have to post this. This. Oh. He's like nine in this hit single. Like looking in a mirror. There's whistles. Wait, legally you can only play that for one more second. <laughs> okay, and now we owe them. That costs us a million dollars to play that. <laughs> Worth it. Aaron Carter hasn't gotten a check in a minute. It does make it. Have you guys seen the TV show The Other Two on HBO Max? Yes. No. Um, it originally premiered on Comedy Central. Oh, okay. Pro, the more you know. Is it now? But new season is out on HBO Max. Now it's on HBO. The way these mm-hmm. TV shows yeah. get around. All of it, I think, is on there. Wait, who's in it? It's basically like, what would be the siblings of Justin Bieber, you know, and like the two failed siblings and oh. like while he's becoming famous as like a 14-year-old. It's, it's very funny. Yeah. There's some good sexy moments and Molly Shannon, who is her own sexy moment. Yeah, okay. Molly Shannon's in it. Drew Tarver. The former head writers of SNL wrote it. It's some of the funniest writing. Yeah, very it's good. so, so, so good. Who's that other guy that's in like everything? He plays Skeeter. What's that guy, the actor's name? You'd recognize him, Allie. Ken Marino. Yes. He's in like- I can't think who that is. He's the kid's manager. He's from Party Down. Oh, okay. I know Ken Marino. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Party Down. Yeah. I watched that during uh, quarantine. Also, speaking of watching shows, <laughs> Allie, what did you think of Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings? It was excellent. I have two Marvel updates. I just finished an episode of What If as well. Shang-Chi was excellent. Uh, I went with Matt and our buddy Charles. We went to a matinee uh, the day it released. And I won't give any spoilers, but it is hilarious. It's heartwarming. The action scenes are unbelievable. They're incredible. I mean, people have been talking about the bus scene, the the bus fight. And then there's another Mm. fight that happens in it is so, uh, especially if you're afraid of heights, which I am, I Ooh. was like crouched down in the movie theater, like tucked behind my own knees because I was like, <laughs> I almost can't watch this. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. It was so good. And Ooh. it's got fantasy and it's got like street level fighting and street level scenes. And it was just, I thought it was so well done. And yeah, I can't wait till it comes out on Disney Plus because I'm going to watch it again for sure. I want to see it. It's really, really good. And also there's a lot of beautiful Chinese lore woven in. So my aunt and my cousin are Chinese and I was telling them a little bit about it. And there's some like mythical creatures that show up and yeah, it's pretty rad. Cool. Cool. There was some joke I was trying to make about like, you know, a fighter in the streets, a freak in the fan of sheets. Okay, that's all I got. I think you made it. <laughs> They're done. I want to contribute that. That was great. I feel like he's jealous because this is normally his Marvel corner. You're right. You're right. Danny, I'm co-opting your Marvel corner. 
<laughs> I'm making your Marvel corner marvelous. I, Allie, too much um, accuracy, though. That's my feedback so far on your – you got 10 rings right instead of seven. Oh, that's right. I'll just pretend I said seven rings. <laughs> I feel like Danny and I just when we went – Cool. We sounded like those little guys in Toy Story in the machine. The little Martians. Yeah, yeah. when they're like, like oh. <laughs> uh, I also just watched uh, the most recent episode of What If? And I don't know, have you guys watched that show? No. It's animated. I normally don't watch animated shows, I guess. But so it's called What If? And it's basically like, what if X happened instead of Y? So one of the episodes was, what if... Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. And this one was, what if part of the Avengers turned into zombies and they had to fight each other? So like the non-zombie sect had to fight back against the Avengers that had turned into zombies. And it was so good. I just watched it. It was amazing. And I just, I share it because I wanted to tell you guys something really funny there. So Bucky Barnes is one of the animated drawings and he is animated so hot that he rivals (laughs) Prince Eric. (laughs) He's got like long flowing locks and like rippling muscles. And I was laughing going, oh my God, I we're too deep into fandoms that I'm like sexualizing <laughs> a cartoon character right now. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's going to be your loophole on the sexiest character is just the sexiest drawing of an already sexy person. Yes, yeah, it was exceptional. <laughs> I did see that um, Shang-Chi broke all Labor Day movie records did, yeah. since The Sixth Sense. That's cool. So, oh, The Sixth Sense was the last record holder. Yeah, cool. isn't that awful? Isn't that crazy that it's been so long? Yeah. Sixth Sense, Ten Rings, Foursome. Just trying to segue it back. It's all adding it up. It's all adding <laughs> I up. Knew all it. adding up to a great episode yeah. today. Episode five. And nothing sexier <laughs> than math and numbers. Well, numbers are sexy. 69, not 96. <laughs> Don't <laughs> get twisted. <laughs> Beg to differ. But to head. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> we freaking missed 96. Oh. Two days ago. It was two days. It was Monday, was 96 day. Oh, no. I was too busy celebrating Rosh Hashanah. You need to get your priorities right. Thanks a lot, Danny. Can you be a little Uh, less Jewish when we have these priorities? uh, Less Jewish, more horny, please. Yeah. (sighs) Less Jewish, more fetish. (laughs) Okay. We'll obviously post something. If you're listening to this, though, and it's the 14th, there's actually uh, nine days that you get to celebrate 96 days. So you've got one more day. To listen okay. to. To rub butts with your lover. To put your butt near somebody's <laughs> face. To put your. Oh, yeah, that's it's, right. It's your butt on the back of their head. <laughs> so. You have one more day to fart on your lover's. To lick their calf pit. Yeah. Which is different than your armpit. <laughs> you can't, Danny. You're back to back. You're just a lot. Like, okay, anyway. You're okay. Just, back. <laughs> just to feel somebody's calf on your back. No licking. Yeah. No licking. Bring a lollipop. There's not going to be anything <laughs> on this side of your face to lick. <laughs> Unless, of course, you sort of did a molecule. Could you do 96 is all stacked horizontally? Like oh your God. friends that have all the, like, so like. Okay. So if you did a 96, 69, you would. Uh, and then that couple no. was 69ing. No, you're still licking someone's back. Because then your 96, you'd be humping someone's back. <sighs> so I don't know if faces would ever link up again. Never again. I guess we'd have to map that out. I guess we have to. I guess we'll have to. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. <sighs> Matt, call your friends. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we missed 96. I'm so sad. Aww. Well, it only took four years to get 6'9", so now we'll get 9'6". 
<laughs> next year. Got leeway. <laughs> oh, you guys, though, there was one other thing I wanted to share. We had one of our listeners, Michaela, wrote in an email and said, hey, thanks for the laughs. And I just wanted to read a very quick story. They said, hey, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I just wanted to tell you, thank you so much for the many hours of laughter and entertainment you so lovingly provide each time I listen. Secondly, because I know you guys love hearing about silly shit that happens to us, I want to share a very short story. So I trimmed the good good, you know, for work and starting yesterday, I was brought in to start running the joint making process. All was going well. I had just finished an episode, season four, I believe, and figured since it was about time to clean up, I should just slip my headphones away into their charging case and get back to work picking up. My phone had a different plan, however. As I was picking up and discussing the new changes in our process with the owner of the farm, I hear from behind me Danny loudly exclaim that this podcast is rated H for horny. <laughs> I was desperately trying to talk over the intro saying, stop. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, you're done. Stop talking. Smashing my finger on the pause button over and over again as it seemed to just not want to work at that moment. I turned around to face my boss and she was already walking away from me, head shaking. I told my fiance about this and he just laughed and told me they're rated not safe for work for a reason. But like, you guys are the only podcast that keeps me awake enough to work. So this probably will not be the last time it happens. So anyway, oh, and they also signed off. Stay green, my dudes. Oh. <laughs> so when they said the good, good, they are referencing uh, the Huffle Puff Puff Pass of our podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. And we're sorry. And I hope you keep your job. We actually pay iTunes extra for that pause button not to work. <laughs> For technical support on the pause button, just leave a comment on our reviews. Five stars say need some help. <laughs> it's like, remember when uh, U2 put their album automatically on all those new phones? Remember that? Like the U2 album was on Apple Music. Yeah. Whether you liked it or not. That's oh, like it. Oh, oh, That's what we're doing. Yeah. You download Fangasm and you can no longer hit pause. Sorry. Sorry. Um, what well, should we blow? Let's blow. Yeah. The girls invite the guys to this foursome. And we have Clint just get Steve in shape, get him to sit down. This is all he needs. And uh, Clint's an asshole and talks all the time. So he's duct taped. And we're about to find out just how much revenge the girls got on the guys. How'd I do? Said Captain. Great. I use different names. I mean, I think you forgot that the girls are like getting it on and doing like sexual grinds and mouth like kissing body shots and yes we think they're gonna hook up with steve in front of clint to yeah. kiss him off right with that magnificent dong yeah right now they're playing good cock bad cock, <laughs> good cock, bad cock. Yeah. <laughs> okay i think it's you dan i think it's me are we singing first oh wango of course yeah certainly okay i'll go first you guys hold on the rule of an orgy three or more is an orgy right yeah. Is that considered an orgy or do you have to go to four to be an orgy? I think four is an orgy because three is just a threesome. Oh, I think four is an orgy. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to check. Are you talking wango? Yeah. That's my best shot at a wango. But if you wrote orgy, then we're nearly there. Okay. I like to think so too. I'm sure. We, I think I have orgy too. I think we'll get there. Okay. Okay. I'll sing for A, D, L. I'll sing, then Lindsay, then Allie bring us home. Can't wait to see what note we start on. Uh, <laughs> horny podcast had a game, and Wango was its name O. W A N G O. Stick a finger in the hole. Where's the thumb? <laughs> no one knows. And Wango is the game O. <laughs> 
Why did I say thumb? What is? I said where's the <laughs> thumb? Know. Where's the thumb? No one knows. Like little Jack Horner who sat in a corner. I was looking for my Wango board in my phone, so I got really distracted. Horny Fly said, "Stick your finger in the hole." Oh, where's the tongue? No one knows. Close tongue, thumb. Yeah. The thumb, too. Who yeah. knows where that is? We're keeping it fresh. <laughs> if you're 96ing. Well, you say, stick your finger in the hole, and then you're like, where'd the thumb go? <laughs> where the fuck is that thumb? The thumb went with it. You know when people are like, got your nose or something like this? That's like, where's the yeah. thumb known? Okay. I gotta find my Wango board, guys. Regroup. Find your Wango. We can start reading. I'll find it eventually. I think I made it a favorite. <laughs> yeah, star that. I did. Yeah, I do need orgy. I have triple kiss, too, which I'm, okay. that should happen at any moment. Orgasm, swallowing, and orgy are my three. Oh, and hair pulling. Those are all my possible wangos. If I get orgasm, I win. Okay. Yeah, same. Ooh, a tie. Let's tie. Let's find out. Natasha reached a hand up along Sharon's neck and tangled her fingers through wavy tresses. Right here, Natasha purred as she tugged. Right here, Natasha purred <laughs> as she tugged gently on Sharon's blonde locks to resume their sinful kiss. Wango, hair pulling. Oh, there I just go. got a five in a row Wango. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, thank you everybody <laughs> for tuning in. Um, follow us next season. This has been great. This is the end of season 19. We're shutting the podcast down. <laughs> Read us your five. This is great. Read us your yeah. five. Bondage, hair pulling, consent, bucking hips, birthday spanks. Bravo. Ta-da. Spanks for the spanks. <laughs> thank you, spanks. Thank you, consent. Yeah, always thank you, consent. That's really good. Good for you. Thank you. Okay, continue. Steve was transfixed again, his eyes following Allie's board as it completed to completion. <laughs> Orgasm, got another wango, completion. (laughs) Steve was transfixed again, his eyes following Natasha's tongue as it slid languidly between Sharon's wet, reddened lips. As the kiss got more heated, the girls made soft moaning noises into each other's mouths, their hands slowly exploring over clothed curves. When Sharon's fingers found the zipper on the back of Natasha's dress, she pulled her lips away long enough to murmur, I know it's her birthday. But may I have the honor of unwrapping this beautiful present? She tugged lightly on the zipper and waited for Nat's approval. Consent. Mm. Natasha answered with a hot, wet kiss. (laughs) Sharon grabbed her friend gently by the shoulders, turning them both slightly to give Steve an unobstructed view of Natasha's flawless backside as she slowly teased the zipper down. At the same time, Natasha reached around and placed both hands on Sharon's round, firm ass, squeezing gently with her fingers and wringing a muted moan from Clint. Sharon broke their kiss and began to nibble along Natasha's neck and collarbone as she peeled the dress down off of Nat's shoulders. She pushed the fabric down to Natasha's waist, licking and kissing her way down her chest, dipping her tongue under the edges of Natasha's black lace bra. Mm-hmm. Natasha raked her fingernails gently across Sharon's scalp, humming quiet encouragement. She licked her lips and looked <laughs> over at Clint, meeting his wanton gaze. You think she was humming the birthday song, maybe? Somebody just got something. <laughs> I would like to think so. <laughs> Not yet. Because <laughs> I would like that from a wango. <laughs> we haven't heard a wanton in a long time. That's true. Feels good. Yeah, it's been a minute.
She could see his chest rising and falling faster as he struggled to breathe solely through his nose. Like what you see, Barton? Natasha teased. He huffed a loud exhale and nodded. Yes. Sharon pulled the dress down and over the curve of her roommate's hips, nipping at a protruding bone before suck. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Please, go to the hospital. Oh, my God. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Your leg is broken. It's an old soccer injury. <laughs> <laughs> Do not lick my marrow. Okay, too gross. <laughs> before sucking to soothe over the bite. She let the dress fall to the floor, encircling Natasha's sky-high heels. Steve inhaled. Sharply, at the sight of the redhead's perfectly shaped ass and the tiny piece of black lace fabric that receded between her firm, round cheeks. Natasha looked back over her shoulder at him with a teasing smile and asked, How about you, Rogers? Enjoying the view? (laughs) Steve swallowed loudly and cleared his throat. He looked like he wanted to speak, but when he opened his mouth, nothing came out. Clint leaned heavily to the side of his chair. He stretched as far as he could without tipping over to shoot a what-the-fuck look at his tongue-tied friend. <laughs> Finally, Steve somehow managed to make his mouth work. Uh, he stammered, it's kind of hard not to. <laughs> I bet Ooh. it is kind of hard by now, Natasha replied suggestively. What is she, on this podcast? <laughs> That's like such Get a out ju- of here. I bet it is hard. <laughs> Sorry, this podcast is a threesome, not an orgy. <laughs> Keep your jokes to yourself, Natasha. The girls love it when I talk like this. It's what gets them rowdy. (laughs) Step up, I'm the man here. (laughs) The coy little smile he flashed in response as he bit down on his own bottom lip and looked sheepishly down at his lap was equal parts adorable and sexy as hell. Fuck, Natasha murmured under her breath. Hit with a fresh wave of want and desire, Natasha grabbed Sharon urgently by the shoulders and yanked her back up a standing position. She attacked the blonde with a feverish kiss, stepping away from her crumpled dress on the floor and as close as she could possibly get to her gorgeous friend. Sharon moaned softly as Nat's hands found their way under the bottom hem of her skirt. She wandered her hands up Sharon's toned abdomen until they were cupping and massaging her full, perky breasts through silky, smooth satin. Natasha stepped back a moment and glanced again at Clint. I know you like this getup, she said breathlessly, but you're going to love what's underneath it even more. You guys, I'm worried about Clint. What if he gets a stuffy nose? He's a goner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he will die happy. Yeah. Let's hope it's not allergy season. It better not be spring. (laughs) Let's just say. (laughs) Clint grunted in affirmation as he watched Nat grab the bottom of the blouse and yank it roughly up and over Sharon's head as if it had personally offended her. A second later, she hooked her fingers into the waistband of Sharon's skin-tight skirt and unceremoniously yanked it down her thighs. Natasha crouched down to slowly pull the skirt down to the floor, bringing her face right in front of Sharon's bright red silk G-string. I'm not sure I got some intense there. G-string! It was a (laughs) G-string! Like an action movie. This is an action, like getting action flick. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon's bright red silk G-string didn't stand a chance. (laughs) (laughs) She nuzzled her nose into the small, soft triangle of silk. Inhaling deeply, she moaned, God, Cher, you smell fucking amazing. With her hands braced on the front of Sharon's thighs, Natasha stared up at her best friend, green eyes blown black with desire. She teased her right thumb under the fabric, close to crossing a boundary the girls hadn't planned to traverse. Oh, yeah. Girls, you got to make these rules before you go into one of these. (laughs) Got to make a map. While the boys were slapping each other, you should have been planning. (laughs) 
Is it okay? She asked quietly as she rubbed the pad of her thumb gently under the silky edge and waited for approval. Consent! Is it okay to go south? We didn't map that <laughs> out earlier. I know it's not on the compass. Where's the thumb? No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Here's the thumb. I found it. And it's rubbing you gently. Sharon nodded once and watched breathlessly as Natasha's thumb disappeared. <laughs> no. No. Where's the thumb? No, no one knows. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Lindsay, did you know? Were you ready? No. Where did the thumb go? <laughs> oh my God. Where's the thumb? Sharon knows. And Wango is the game <laughs> <laughs> And I'm fucking my roommate? <laughs> Sharon nodded once and watched breathlessly as Natasha's thumb disappeared between her thighs dipping slowly into the blonde's hot, wet pussy. Sharon closed her eyes and hissed in pleasure as Natasha ran her thumb teasingly over and between her slick, swollen lips. Steve (laughs) choked out a cough from the sofa and shifted uncomfortably in his seat. Natasha stood up, sucked her glistening thumb into mouth, and pulled it back out, scraping it over her bottom teeth. You taste fucking incredible too, she rasped. She leaned in and darted her tongue into Sharon's mouth, allowing the other woman to sample her own arousal before pulling back to rest her foreheads together. You know we're being terrible hosts, Natasha said as she sat as she shot. <laughs> you know we're being terrible hosts, Natasha said as she shot a sidelong glance at Steve. Did you say shat earlier? I said shat. I said shat earlier. <laughs> Wango. Just kidding. Uh. <laughs> We haven't asked our handsome hero over there if he'd like a taste. (gasps) Steve sat up straighter in his seat, suddenly looking like a deer in the headlights as the two scantily clad women stalked toward him in nothing but push-up bras, barely their panties, and high heel pumps like fucking Victoria's Secret models strutting down the runway. Something at that moment clicked in his brain, and all rational thought had vanished. Maybe it was Clint's vehement, pep talk or the abrupt realization that his dick was so painfully hard it might tear a hole through his jeans whatever it was steve felt his heartbeat start to race and resolve start to crumble by the time natasha and sharon slid into the sofa on either side of him roaming their hands along his torso and nuzzling hotly into the sides of his necks it had all turned to dust did we know that he was a plug horning that he was sitting on a sofa? We did know that. Oh. There we go. Because she uh, straddled him. So it's an orgy. <laughs> it's Plughorn's. It's an orgy. It's an orgy. <laughs> wango. There we go. That's a wango. <laughs> Natasha slid up on Steve, straddling his lap and wrapping her arms around his neck. Her face only inches away. Her hot breath ghosted over his parted lips. Still curious, Steve, she purred. Still curious, Steve, she purred. <laughs> I hate it. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> It reminds me of when we went and saw the musical Cats and got so high. Like, you oh sound sort of like... Remember how hard it was to open that <laughs> container of edibles? Mindy's edibles can be very tricky. It was. Childproof, indeed. It took four people to get that open. And it was... The whole night was riding on it. <laughs> that tin was saying, you four do not want to do this. Trust me. And we said, we want to do it. Give it to us. We said, we're getting in one way or another. We said, we need it. It's important. We said, have you seen it? James Corden's a cat. We need this. Have you seen Jason Derulo? (laughs) (laughs) Remember someone shouted, Jason Derulo in the theater (laughs) when he came out. We were there with a good vibe. It was. People were having fun. There was a good crowd there. It was. Everyone was there with the same heart. Yeah. 
We did just watch the new Cinderella, which has James Gordon as a mouse. Um, so yeah. if you want to see him as another character, it was better than I thought it would be. So All the internet has been saying is that it's so terrible. But is that just hype? I tried to watch it yesterday. And it's, I mean, the music's modern. I don't know. I would say go in with those expectations and you'll be pleased. But don't take, you'll be pleased that you'll be pleased. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Drop it down a notch. So think I'll be pleased and then take it down like three pegs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Okay. We're back. Let's go find that thumb. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Steve put his hands on her hips and allowed his ravenous eyes to wander all over the perfect female form in his lap and replied, completely captivated. Natasha closed the distance between them, leaning in to press her soft, full lips to his in a chaste kiss. Though she wanted nothing more than to ravage the beautiful man beneath her, she also didn't want to push him too far, too fast. It took her by surprise when it was Steve who quickly deepened the kiss, sliding his tongue into her sinful mouth as he rubbed his hands up and down her sides. Sharon knelt next to the kissing couple, massaging Nat's thigh with one hand and carting her fingers through Steve's hair with the other. Natasha reluctantly pulled away far enough to give her friend a turn. Sharon eagerly crashed her lips against Steve's, digging her nails into his scalp as she explored his hot mouth with her tongue. Natasha rocked her hips back and forth, feeling the hard line of Steve's cock trapped against his thigh. Sharon swallowed the soft moan Steve made, but the muffled sounds had seemed to spark them all into a frenzy. Is this a triple kiss? Is that like she kisses him? Or do, like, do you have to all be kissing at the same time? That can't be it. Technically, you all have to be in it together, I think. Everyone's lips in a little triangle? Let's see what happens. They are really close <laughs> to a triple kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's coming. I feel yeah. like your foreheads would stop you. Yeah, it's certainly not ideal. I think, I think a triple kiss is this, when people are taking turrets kissing the same person. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll keep seeing. Steve was loath to admit it, but Barton had been telling the truth. It had been months, damn near close to a year, since he'd been with a woman, and he was suddenly desperate to take all that was being offered. The last tethers of his self-restraint snapped. He needed to touch, taste, pleasure, and fuck these hot, willing women like he needed air to breathe. Steve cupped a hand on the side of Sharon's face as they kissed, gently caressing her cheek with his thumb. Oh, there it is again. He pulled away a moment (laughs) later and guided Sharon's face towards Natasha's, silently encouraging them to kiss each other again. They took to the task enthusiastically, sucking on each other's tongues and nipping on each other's lips. That feels like a triple kiss. I feel like that feels vague enough. Those are just the two, I think, now. <sighs> feels like a lot of swapping's happening. So I, I'll give I'll give you triple kiss. We'll have to ask the people. I think count it. Okay. Count it. Yeah, you can count it. As the girls kissed and moaned, Steve reached his hands up around Natasha's back to unhook the clasp of her bra. He pulled it away from her shoulders and arms, exposing her full, rounded breasts. Steve tossed the still warm bra over Nat's shoulder and in Clint's direction, fortuitously landing it on the <laughs> other man's knee. Clint looked pathetically grateful for the token, bouncing it gently on <laughs> his fidgeting leg. <sighs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> it lands on his knee and he comes. It's like, oh. just like, oh, the touch of a woman's <sighs> things. <laughs> so warm. God, you're so beautiful, Steve whispered as he let his hands explore and massage Natasha's ample tits. He leaned forward and drew her right nipple into his mouth, circling the hardened bud with his tongue before sucking on it until the point of pain before releasing it to give equal treatment to the other side. 
Natasha pulled her mouth away from Sharon's, gasping with pleasure as she focused on Steve's ministrations. When Steve released Nat's other nipple, he moved Sharon into an urgent kiss. Meanwhile, Natasha worked to unbutton Steve's shirt, pushing it roughly down his shoulders and away from his body. This, too, Nat told Steve, pulling on the hem of the white tank-top undershirt he had underneath. Steve immediately obeyed, pulling the thin fabric up over his head and mussing up his blonde hair even more in the process. It was adorably depraved. If it's even possible to be those two things at the same time. (laughs) As Steve relaxed back into the cushions, his dog tags jingled quietly, coming to rest in the center of his perfectly sculpted pecs. Mm -hmm. Natasha couldn't help but think that this was definitely the best birthday present she'd ever received. How are you even fucking real? Sharon asked breathily as her eyes roamed over the flawless plains and defined ridges of Steve's six-pack abs. Steve huffed out a quiet laugh that quickly turned into a groan as Sharon dove down to lick, suck, and kiss at his chiseled body. She flicked her tongue rapidly over his nipples, teasing them to hardness. As Sharon explored his body with her mouth, Steve worked to unfasten the clasp of Sharon's red silky bra. It fell from her shoulders and into Steve's lap as she leaned further down to lick along Steve's lightly haired treasure trail. (laughs) Her soft breasts and hard nipples now grazing warmly against his skin. Following the treasure trail or something like that has to be the episode title. Yes. Love it. Because we've made some map jokes. We lost a thumb. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll find our way back. Follow the light-haired trail. (sighs) Natasha stood up, still facing Steve. She looked over her shoulder seductively at Clint as she hooked her thumbs into the sides of her thong, swaying her hips to the beat of the music again. She pulled the center strip higher into the crack of her ass before yanking it quickly over her hips and down her long legs. She stepped one foot out and spread her legs apart in a wide V stance. She bent slowly at the waist, keeping her legs straight to pick the thong up from her floor. The position intended to give Clint a perfectly shameless view of Natasha's bare, glistening pussy. He whimpered into the tape over his mouth and futilely yanked at his bonds as his painful erection twitched in his too tight jeans. I mean, this could actually get pretty serious, so I hope they're just watching him. He can't breathe. I hope he's in jeggings. Those have some stretch. Yeah. I'd like to think he is. I I usually think he is. Hawkeye has to be nimble and flexible. For sure. like crouching on the top of buildings. He's not wearing regular jeans. They just look like jeans. That's what's so great about him. You heard about these things? The jeggings. They come in a whole array of colors, too. Yeah. Black denim, white denim. They'll be like, we have a perfect new gene for you for fighting crimes and achieving boners. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to look cool while you fight? Fighting crimes and boners. <laughs> Nata- Natasha had always been a bit of an exhibitionist, but the thought of performing for Clint until he was ready to burst excited her more than it probably should have. She stood up, panties in hand, and strutted over to Clint, her heels clicking across the hardwood floor. Clint gazed up at Natasha with a hopeful look in his eyes. But rather than remove his restraints, she simply held her slightly dampened panties up to his face. Clint leaned his nose into the fabric and drew a deep breath in, his eyes fluttering shut with a groan. And wish he had taken his Benadryl. Yeah. (laughs) As Natasha dropped the panties in his lap and turned to walk away, Clint started humming loudly into his muzzle, clearly attempting to call Natasha by name. Mm, 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 mm. Danny, it'd be like, (laughs) <laughs> like Natasha. 
<laughs> I like Danny's version. Not Natasha. Natasha. Try to call Natasha by name. Okay, that's way better. That makes more sense. I'm like, I was thinking, oh, it's so interesting because obviously it'd be hard to write, you know, Natasha. But no, you're you got it. That's with all the all your dinkuses. You know how to read an uh, onomatopoeia in here. I know how to read rhythm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Save it, Barton. Natasha said over her shoulder as she walked away. Her perfect ass flexing with each step. We're just getting started. I get to do um, the pew pews in the birthday song, right? Yeah, yeah. Or do we just keep going? Because I don't think it really changes. You just keep. Going. Yeah, I think just keep going. Clint's head dropped forward in defeat. His eyes scrunched closed as he exhaled loudly through his nose and tried to contain his growing impatience and irritation at being relegated to the sidelines during the fucking Super Bowl of Sexual Encounters. That's another episode title. That's good. The Super Bowl of Sexual Encounters? Yeah. That might be better. Yeah. He opened his eyes and stared down helplessly at the insistent hard-on trapped against his thigh. If he could only give his poor, neglected boner a little bit of relief... He started squirming in his chair, trying to shift the fabric of his too tight pants to get even a tiny bit of friction to no avail. He was in the midst of internally cursing himself for wearing his motherfucking skinny jeans tonight of all nights (laughs) when he was pulled out of his reverie by the sound of clinking metal. Clint looked up to see Sharon, now kneeling on the floor between Steve's widespread legs, her hands busy unbuckling his soft, worn, brown leather belt. This was so unfair. She should be kneeling between his thighs right now. Unbuckling his goddamn belt. Fuck. Fuckity fuck, 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 fuck. Clint shook his head to try and clear the rage that was starting to cloud his vision. If he was going to die tonight from a severe case of blue balls, then he might as well take a deep breath and enjoy the fucking show. The end of the chapter. Woo. Woo. Wow. Okay. Let's snap. Like my friend Thanos. Let's snap. <laughs> Let's snap it. Half <laughs> you won't be here to hear our recap, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> when the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your sword hammer <laughs> up or <laughs> down? <laughs> sword? What season am I thinking? Uh, Game of Thrones. Thrones? Game of Thrones? Them Thrones. Yeah. Okay, why don't you go? I'm breathless and speechless. Oh, boy. I mean, my balls are blue. If I had them, my nips are blue. (laughs) If I had them. (laughs) If I had them. Is that good? (laughs) Well, I feel feel all the uh, tension and the lack of release that Clint does. So this is awesome. What a great episode. Very steamy, very sexy. Love it. Great foreplay. Yeah. Threesome foreplay. And I'm ready for next episode. Let's hope we get a big release for all parties. I feel badly for Clint. I, ho- I think he'll get brought in the action at the very end. Yeah, he'll, he'll get a touchdown if I'm going to make a sports reference because this <laughs> is the Super Bowl of sexual encounters. I, my hammer is also up. He's at the five-yard line right now, so he better. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Do you think – is this punishment fitting the crime right now? I think it's I guess fair. Let's assume he doesn't get any action. Do you think that punishment fits the crime? Because he also still gets to watch naked people. And he gets a show. Yeah. So it's like sort of a punishment but sort of a reward. He gets to whack off to this the rest of his life. That's true. At a minimum. It's a wank prank. Wank yeah. prank! As we say. 
That was an episode title. Yeah, for sure. I think so. For sure. At one point, wank or prank. A wank or prank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My hammer's way up. Um, I loved this. It was so sexy. I love that the girls are like going as far as they're comfortable, which is like a little further, you know, than they thought. So like clearly they had this tension, you know, as roommates that this is finally surfacing. So um, I love that they're living their truth. And um, Steve's finally going to break a little bit of a dry spell. Yeah, yeah. Good on Steve. Yeah. Get that dick out. He took his tank top off. Oh, God, you know it's getting hot. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Not the tank top. If a man from the 50s, if a man in the 50s takes his undershirt off, it's time to time to fuck. I do not take my tank top off in front of a lady. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. This this, uh, <laughs> this tank top stays on. <laughs> Let me buy you dinner first. <laughs> this tankini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so excited for next episode. What a great story. Yes. Well, stay tuned. You've got three more episodes. Yeah, three episodes left of the season. Oh, okay, everyone. Did anyone else cross anything off their Wango board? Oh, yeah. I did. Okay. But I don't have Wango yet. I'm so mad at myself that I put you're so wet in quotes like it was a line of dialogue instead of wet because we've had a lot of wet. Well, I think it's okay. But I got triple kiss. Okay. I got fingering and I got biting. Oh, I got finger banging too. Okay. I forgot we did that. Is it voyeurism for Clint because he's just watching? Yeah. Yeah, we already did. Voyeurism was last week. Did you? Did that give you wango? Uh, Not a wango. Okay. Um, Well, cool. Well, let us know how your boards are doing and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yep. Happy 96. Happy 96. Belated 96. Happy belated 96. Yeah. (laughs) We'll just celebrate privately like we always do. Per usual. Okay. Stay horny. Stay super. Great. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.